This is On The Radar, episode 196. Coming at you always, it's me, Radar, and we talk about local and national sports and pop culture. Finally, a little bit of normalcy, recording this on a Wednesday. A little bit different instead of recording it, you know, between 4 and 6 o'clock on a week, on a, on a, in the day. This time recording it early in the morning for me due to the new job situation. So let's get to the new. Rest in peace to Silvio Bercolini. He was the Italian media tycoon and politician and billionaire who served as Prime Minister of Italy in four governments from 94-95, and 2008-2011. He was a member of the Chamber of Deputies and a member of the State of Republic. And previously, from March to November 13, and a member of the European Parliament as well. He said he was the third wealthiest person in Italy at the time of his death. He passed away at the age of... 86. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Joy Rosen, the co-founding partner and CEO of Toronto-based production distribution animal company Portfolio Entertainment. She died at the age of 65. Rest in peace to her. Rest in peace to Treat Williams, the American actor, writer, and aviator who appeared on film, state of television, over 120 credits to his name. He became known for a starring role in the 1970 film Hair, 1941, and later started the film's Eagles Landed. Prince of the City, Once Upon a Time in America, The Late Ship, and 127 Hours. From 2002 to 2006, he was the lead, he was lead of the television series Everwood. It was nominated for two Screen Actor Guilds Awards. He was nominated for three Golden Globe, two Satellite, an Independent Spirit Award. He passed away at age 71. The last thing, movie, is, the last uh, theater credit he was in in 2001 was Follies. And the last... Uh, movie that he was in they said it was in 20 20 mighty orphans and the last television show that he appeared in was we own the city in 2022 slash in 2023 he was in a recurring role on blue bloods as well rest in peace to treat williams rest in peace to ian mcginty the american comic book artist and writer best known for his created own welcome to showville he also worked on adventure time Invader Zim and being the puppy cat, he passed away age of 38. Rest in peace to Pat Robinson, the American media mogul, religious broadcaster, political commentator, presidential candidate, and Southern Baptist minister. He advocated a conservative Christianology, was known for his involvement in the Republican Party politics. He associated with the charismatic movement with, with Protestant evangelism. He also served the head of Regan University and of the Christian Broadcasting Network. He passed away at age of 93. Rest in peace to Mike Badia, known for his role in Breaking Bad and Sleeper Cell. He passed away at 51 from a heart attack. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Kyle Brown, the East Bend director, was working, at the, was working college baseball during the Super Regional and passed away at age of 41. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to pitcher Jack Boltzkin. He passed away at age of 86. The former Philly Padre and Red finished with a 48-41 career record, 368 array, 555 strikeouts, and 60 saves. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to the Iron Sheik, known as Hassan Korslov Alvi Varsar, Persian. Persian name was an Iranian-American professional wrestler and actor. His first and thus only Iranian championship in WWE history in '83. He was part of the wrestling boot in the '80s with Hulk Hogan. He tag team with this Nikola Volkolov, and they won the tag team championship at WrestleMania. He was in the WWE Hall of Fame. He played her popularity on Kid Chris, the Howard Stern Show, and the internet due to sh- 
shoot interviews, vulgar language, and apparent tense like for some of his fellow professional wrestlers, particularly Brian, ba- Brian Blair and Hogan. However, this, the true nature of the relationship with Hogan was much of a subject of debate. He passed away at age of 81. For those who watched the cringy, dramedy, young rock on NBC, his character was portrayed in that show. Rest in peace of Pat Cooper, the American actor and comedian known for his appearances in Howard Stern, Emmys in the Morning, and Opie and Anthony. He also played Massilio in the film Analyze This and its sequel Analyze That. He was known for a short temper and anger outburst, which he was nicknamed Comedian of Outrage. He passed away at age of 93. Rest in peace to him. I don't know why. Uh, okay, so next thing is rest in peace to Jim Turner. He was an American football player who was a kicker. He passed away at age of 82. He played for the Jets and Broncos, won a Super Bowl championship with a two-time Pro Bowler, AFL All-Time Second Team in the Denver Broncos Ring of Hall of Fame. He made 304 field goals, 521 extra points, and scored over 1,439 points. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Bobby Bolin, the former Major League Baseball player, recapping some of the people who passed away. He played for the Giants, Brewers, and Red Sox. is in the Giants Hall of Fame. Finished with 88-75 and record, 340 array, and 1,175 strikeouts. He passed away age of 84. Rest in peace to John Sullivan, the uh, baseball pitcher, who died on June 1st. He was not, excuse me, a pitcher. He was a catcher. He he played for the Tigers, Mets, and Phillies and coached the Royals and the Braves and the Blue Jays during that time. He When he coached the Blue Jays, that's when they won two World Series championships. So that's what he's going to be known for is being a coach on the World Championship teams. Rest in peace to Mike DeLaHaz. The former Indian Milwaukee Atlanta Brave and Red finished a 251 career lifetime average, 25 home runs and 15 RBIs. He passed away age of 84. Rest in peace to former Major Leaguer Mike Young. The former Oriole Philly Brewer Indian and went overseas to play in Japan. Finished the 247 lifetime average, 72 home runs, 235 RBIs. He passed away age of 63. Rest to him. I'm not sure if I got to this before in the last week or two for podcast. But Dale Willis passed away. The one-time Kansas City A had an 0-2 record, a five-year array, and 47 strikeouts. He passed away to 8 of 85. Rest in peace to Cotton Nash, the two-sport athlete who played basketball and baseball. Passed away at the age of 80. He played he college basketball in Kentucky. He was a second-round pick by the Lakers and was a small forward and played for the Warriors and the Kentucky Colonel. It was an All-American and an All-American second team and a third-team parade All-American where he had 470 career points, 273 RBI, 65 assists. He played first base and left field in baseball. He played for the White Sox in the Major League and the Twins. Rest in peace to Cotton Nash. And rest in peace to Vern Holtgrave. 
He was a local guy, Aviston, Illinois, where born. O'Fallon's where he passed away at the age of 80. He played one season for the Tigers. Rest in peace to him. Don't know if I got to this guy also, Larry Foster. The baseball player who played for the Tigers for one year. Life, lifetime ERA of 1350. That did not go so well. Passed away at 85. Rest in peace to Deacon Jones, the former major leaguer who played for the White Sox in the major leagues. Passed away to 89. He was more of a minor league baseball player. He then became a scout and a minor league coach and a manager of the Sox organization, a coach for the Astros and the Padres, and the minor league system for the Orioles and a hitting coach and instructor. He then was a special assistant for the Sugar Land Skeeter, the member of the Atlanta Professional Baseball League, a special advisor with them, of the AAA Astros until he passed away. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Dick Burwell. The former Major League pitcher pitched for the Cubs and has a lifetime 659 ERA. Passed away at age of 83. And I'm not sure if I uh, did this guy before in the last month, but just catching up. Rest in peace to Roger Hambrick. The former Yankee pitcher pitched one season for them. Passed away at age of 74. That's that for that. Let's get to some news. Adult Swim is going to gain gains from May expansion. They continue to add block of real estating of nostalgia cartoons. So if you remember in the past, I mentioned that Adult Swim was going to have some extra programming because Cartoon Network, as it is with Nickelodeon and Disney, used to only have one channel. Now there are multiple stations that Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon and Disney own on cable that you can get. We're not talking about streaming, just on cable, and that they used to be in the mornings you show stuff for kids, and then you get a progressively older until you get to tweens and teenagers, and then adults at nighttime. You know, Nick at Night, Adult Swim, whatever the case is. So they, now because of all these stations, they've had to put their own programming 24-7. So they're like, what should we do? Well, they said, we're going to do a, a block of old cartoons that's going to start on August 28th, on Monday through Friday, it will them show like Dexter's Lab, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Curse of the Dog, Ed and Eddie. It's replacing a, a rotation of cartoon shows like Teen Titans Go, which is good for everybody. So that's a good idea that they're going to continue to show former cartoons at that point. Pat Sajak announced that he is retiring after 41 seasons. They just renewed the celebrity version, so I'm wondering if he's going to do the celebrity version because on this year, at some point, his daughter was was doing Vanna White's job, and Vanna White was actually a contestant on the show, so I wonder what's going to go there. Interesting news I have to get to. The feds have arrested Bob's Burger voice actor Jay Johnston over the January 6th Capitol season. He faces obstruction on the charges. The Bob's Burger people got ahead of this and fired him a couple of years ago, so that's just interesting that He's that's happened to him. A good story, though, is former Giants wide receiver Travis Rudolph was found not guilty in all counts in a shooting that left the man dead in 2021. He wasn't really charged with one count of first degree murder and three counts of attempted first degree murder in connection with the fatal shooting outside his Lake Park home. He plans on resuming his career. He did last play for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in 2020. So positive story over there. The CW announced the summer premiere dates for new series Son of Critch, Run the Burbs, Moonshine, Returning, Bump, Family Law, Apple Island, and more. 
So Jewel State's show, the Victor Garber show, I've talked about it before on the podcast. I think I took notes on it, but I didn't go into full depth. That is good to know that that's coming back on Friday night, July 7th with the moonshine. So I liked Family Law. It grew on me. I'd like to watch it. And then Monday night, they're doing comedy with Son of Critch with back-to-back episodes, followed by back-to-back episodes of Charles Rune every scene. And Run the Barbs joins the Monday night on July 31st and Bump at 9.30. Donna Earth with Zach Efron starring him July 18th, followed by Fantastic Friends. So Family Law, Moonshine on Friday, Saturday night. Greatest Greek year, Who's Liners Anyway, twice. Tuesday, Down to Earth with Zach Efron, Fantastic Friends. Monday, Son of Critch, Childhood and Everything. Then July 31st, they're going to Son of Critch, Run the Burbs, one episode with Childhood and Everything and Bump. August 3rd is going to be F-Boy Island. They don't know what's going to be on before. And Saturday and August 5th, they're going to start the Great Chocolate Showdown. They're going, CW is no longer having original ideas, they're just doing that. NHL announcing a backstory podcast series. The first episode will be about the rise of the Mighty Ducks, so look out for a podcast series about different hockey teams. And the WNBA issue statement. So supposedly a YouTube personality somehow got through security into like a gate and started to harass Brittany Griner and try to get between her and the security that they've had around her. So they said they someone was got into Dallas Airport and orchestrated their way into that situation. So their priority is about security for not just pretty grind for everyone else. And I don't know whoever this dude is, but dude, literally she was in prison in a in a bad country for human rights. Leave her alone and let her live her life. You can have whatever opinions you want about her as a person. I don't really care. Like it's just like leave her alone, leave these people alone. There's not really anything you really need to to do about this. Really, that's just where, like, people just need to shut up and leave leave people alone. That's really what it is. Udonis Haslam, playing in the NBA Finals, became the oldest player to appear in an NBA game at 42 years and 363 days. That's an interesting stat. And the Nuggets did make a trade during the final. They received the, two, the, the 37th pick in the 2023 draft and a 24th second-round pick. And the Thunder get their first-round pick because they don't want a first-round pick. Going forward, they want some more financial capability to maximize that. So they're like, yeah, let's give Oklahoma City a first-round pick. We don't care. And Jamal Murray became the first player in NBA Finals history with 10 assists in his first four career games. And Conor McGregor punched the mascot, but it was to promote his pain relief spray. But the funny thing is, well, not really funny, it actually hospitalized the person in the Bernie outfit. The Pro Football Hall of Fame is welcoming college football players into the Hall of Fame like Albert Lewis, Tyrone McGriff, Jim Maracillus, Pete Richardson, Leslie Frazier, Harry Lawrence, Johnny Walton, Elijah Pitts. So congratulations to them. And the Buccaneers announced that they will wear the creamsicle jerseys on October 5th versus the Lions for those who are fans of Jersey Talk. The, com- the Spice Company McCormick announces that they're going to give Lars Nupar personalized pepper grinders due to his celebration, which is a pretty cool story. Cleveland Browns unveiled a new logo that supposedly was voted on by the players and the fans. It is a, a logo of the dog in the color scheme of the Browns, which is brown and orange. 
I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's literally what the way they describe it is that the highlight on the top left of the of the mighty Bulldogs' right ears in the shape of Ohio, where the Browns have called home for 75 years. The nose of the dog is the shape of football, and just like the dog pound, the mascot has a nose for the game. East end zone, the outline of Cleveland makes up the design of the tag, playing homage to the city by honoring a scene, the original, the dog highlighted East end zone. They have a guitar pick in there because of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They got spikes initiating their former tradition with the Browns finishing championship eight times in history. Guardian Bridge is Memorial Bridge makes up the space between the jaw. Obviously, Guardians and the Bridge. Another nod to the original 1980s pop as the helmet was worn by the Browns faithful in the, is hidden in the top right highlight. And the helmet stripe is feature the, a center stripe to the classic Browns helmet. That's how they explained it. J.J. Watt will be inducted to the Tech, Houston Texans Ring of Honor when they honor when they face his brother T.J. and the Pittsburgh Steelers on October 1st. Congratulations to him. Marvel delays six MCU movies, Avengers 5 and 6, Fantastic Four, and more, while Deadpool is being released earlier. So Deadpool's coming out in 2024, but they're pushing back the Captain America New Brave World, the Thunderbolts movie, the new Fantastic Four movie Blade, the Avengers King Dynasty, and Avengers Secret War to 2027 and 2026, respectively. The Toronto billionaire Michael Alar has officially won the bid to purchase Ottawa Centers for sh- just shy of $1 billion. He's currently part owner of the Canadians, but will we sell his shares? They say that the original Anna, said Anna and Olivia Melnick will retain 10% in the organization. We all heard all these celebrities like from the weekend to Ryan Reynolds or athletes or comedians that have been trying to purchase the team. That is good for them. And I just will say this. The Denver Nuggets have won the NBA championship and the the Vegas Knights have won the NHL Stanley Cup. So some of these statistical things will be about that. Jeff Green had open heart surgery in 2012. And in, in 11 years and many NBA teams later, he's officially champion. He's one of my favorite players. Another basketball story a little bit. Little Wayne contacted Skip Bayless to connect with John Morant to see if he can be a mentor. But according to Skip Bayless, Little Wayne's camp, when they reached out to John Morant's camp, they never responded back. So again, what are you doing, John Morant? Literally, I don't care about your personal opinions on Skip Bayless. Like, he's a professional journalist-turned-television personality. If he wants to help you out, why are you ignoring that? Sad news. Ten people were injured in a mass shooting in Denver after Nugget Championship. It happened after the mile, about a mile away from the ball arena. The shooter was shot, and the three and three other are in a critical condition. Prayers up to those people. And Nicole Yoka became the sixth player born outside of the United States to win MVP, which makes sense. And and Kristen Byrne went from winning three straight high school titles to an NCAA championship to an NBA championship. So congratulations to him. And the Denver's are now the titles of late with the Nuggets this year, the Avalanche last year, the the, the lacrosse team, I think, the NLL championship in 2022, and the men's ice hockey won last year. Stat of the day there. So another Saturday of the day, Stan Kroenke owns the Rams, who won the Super Bowl in 2022. That those, The NL champion, Colorado Mammoth, last year. The Avalanche last year, and now the Nuggets of this year. And the A's are were yesterday are doing a reverse boycott for t- the game, where they're going to pat the Coliseum to show that their owners are the problem, but because but, they're cheap and not them. That is interesting. ABC announced that Public Defender's Motherland Remake, Keeping It Together and Drama Start Unit Judgment are not moving forward. 
they're passing on these pilots. So the public defenders one is with Anthony Anderson, Ellie Kemper's in Keeping Together, which is a British comedy remake. The Hurt Unit stars Melissa Jordan and Ben McKenzie, so we know of Gotham and his previous work in Judgment, was starring Sarah Sahai. They're going to plan to shop the Hurt Unit to other things, along with Public Defenders and Judgment. They still haven't made an announcement on Home Economics and Rookie Feds, which is a little disappointing because I really need to have another comedy that's quality like Abbott Elementary, because no offense to Not Dead Yet and The Connors, I don't care for those shows really. And the Rookie Feds gives me all that opportunity for spinoffs where you just take one character from each show and put him in the other show with the rookie. The Good Lawyer, I only want this because I'm a little bit selfish because Kenny McMahon got the raw deal with her show, cut him on the episodes in season one, season two didn't get as many episodes, and they rushed season three off the air and it wasn't enough episodes, and they're currently in their last season of that. While the other, one of her co-stars, is on the stupid version of Matlock that's coming to CBS, so yes, she deserves to have a show. ABC did hand the series order to Drew Geiler's pilot, High Potential. That has Caitlin Olsen. I don't understand that. I would much rather see Anthony Anderson or Ellie Kemper or Ben McKenzie have a show, but that's just me. Now, obviously, they were obviously they, they mentioned here that it's obviously because of the strike that's continued from the writer, but they also said likely because ABC picked up 911 after Fox canceled it. So, obviously... It's just how it is. It said NBC did give a series of Justin Spitzer's comedy pilot, St. Dennis. So that show's coming to NBC. So for those who are looking for some of these shows to be put on the air in ABC, they are not coming to ABC. So football players Newsom and Whitley were robbed at gunpoint by six masked men where one of their truck was taken and jewelry was taken. No one is injured, but that's still interesting that two big professional football athletes were robbed because obviously they were robbed at gunpoint, but also they were outnumbered. Josh Allen is now the cover of the Madden, so congratulations to him. Denver's picked up Frank Clark. That's a good move. Demarcus Robinson going to Carolina. That's a good move. Tack McKinley was cut. James Robinson was cut by the Patriots, which makes no sense because he's a quality backup running back at this point in the league. I don't get it. Adrian Amos going to the Jets. That's a quality move there. Isaiah Williams is moving from linebacker to defensive back. Carlos Davis going to Atlanta. Cameron Dancer is going to the Bills. Avery Williams towards ACL, the wide receiver, so he's going to be out for a while. Brian Burns. Excuse me. Ben Bagos going to Dallas. Kyle McCauley's going to the Cardinals. Jalen Dalton's going to Carolina. And um, Brian Burns. Is going is going to yeah I don't know what I wrote there excuse me about that but I will say this the biggest football story is that Dalvin Cook was cut by the Vikings to save money and that's after Adam Thielen and Kyle Rudolph and Stephon Diggs are all gone and all is left is Kirk Cousins right now I don't know what's going on with this team obviously they got Justin Jefferson talking about like veteran players. Neil Evers officially out at ESPN. I've been watching this dude since I was a kid on SportsCenter. This Pete Beckford dude is now going to go work for Notre Dame. Jay Williams said his contract is up in a couple of months at ESPN and may not be renewed. But I know this guy will fall on his feet because he's done professional basketball broadcasting and college basketball broadcasting. He was a former player, so a lot of teams will do that. He's filled on talk shows before. And Will Arnett's going to do an F1 alternate broadcast for those who are fans of him. 
And now some basketball news. Drew Lloyd is now 4,000 career points, so congratulations to her. Chris Paul was cut, but again, the dude hasn't stayed healthy, and it didn't really work out this year with the Phoenix on the fly. There are plenty of teams that could definitely use his Chris Paul to play a certain amount of games in the regular season, help them in the postseason by facilitating and leading that offense. The WNBA followed baseball this week with canceling a game due to air quality issues. And Jokic and Murray were the first pair to have a two, both of them have a 30-point triple-double. Ryan Howard in the WNBA is the first, is the fastest player in 40 games to get 103 pointers made. Darko Rajadovic, now the new head coach in Toronto. He was a coach on the Grizzlies staff. So again, going from Nick Nurse to this guy, career assistant, interesting choice. Both Sue Bird and Sylvia Fowles both got their jerseys retired by the respective team Seattle and Minnesota over the past week. So congratulations to them. And Mike Breen hit his 100th career finals game call. Congratulations to him. Patrick Sharp is leaving the broadcasting arena for the Blackhawks studio guy to go to the Phillies front office. Congratulations to him. Peter Lavalette is now the new head coach in New York. The Golden Knights scored nine goals in a Stanley Cup game that clinched. That's never happened before. As I mentioned, they won the championship and Denver won the championships. And Jordan Marchand won the Conn Smythe MVP trophy. And Lionel Messi in soccer news is going to Miami. So that's cool for him. Baseball. I don't know if we mentioned this last week, but Toro Lovallo got extended, and he's just a good manager. The way the Diamondbacks have been playing this year, overall, how they played in the past, they obviously, it's about what the moves that the general manager made is not a him. Okay, the Dodgers announced they're reinforcing the netting and padding in the fence after Aaron Judge got hurt, and he's out with a contusion and a sprain. Liam Hendricks got his first save coming back from cancer, but now he's on the injured list. And Didi Gregorius is on a minor deal with the Mariners. I don't know how much left Didi Gregorius has in the tank, but he just played this past year for the World Baseball Classic for the Netherlands, so I think he can still do that. Frank Thomas announced he's joining Apple TV broadcast after leaving Fox Sports. Jose Ramirez now has 200 career home runs. Congratulations to him. Hugh Darvis now has 100 wins, the second Japanese pitcher to do that in America. Congratulations to him. Unfortunate news for the Dodgers, Uli Urias has a setback with his hamstring injury. Vince Velasquez, who was pitching pretty well for the resurgent Pittsburgh Pirates, announced he's going to have Tommy John surgery. He's going to be out for the rest of the year. Chris Sale came back and was pitching okay for the Red Sox, but now he's hurt on the 60-day injured list. And Andrew McCutcheon officially has 2,000 career hits total, so congratulations to him. Alex Reyes had shoulder surgery, so he's not going to pitch a single game for the Dodgers this year, and we don't know what's happened to him. Jorge Fowler is now on the Colorado Rockies minor league system, and, and Luke Voigt's with the Mets. Daniel Murphy, who we talked about, who has been retired but was signed a minor league uh, a deal independent baseball with Long Island Ducks, has signed a deal with the Angels. It's interesting. Drew Smith of the Mets was ejected for a banned substance, so he's probably going to get suspended. The Red Sox now Trevor Story will come back at some point in July and start off at DHing because the Red Sox could use his bat. Stephen A. Smith announced that as much love he has for Shannon uh, Sharp, he does not want an everyday person. He likes to have rotating cast of people and that whole thing he does with Mad Dog once a week. Kate Kudos on a four-year extension with CBS. Two, about 20 more layoffs are going to happen at the Athletic, they announced. J.T. Ramuto hit a cycle, the 17th catcher ever, and the first in, seven, in 19 years for the Phillies. So congratulations to him. Five teams like the Rangers, Arizona, Cleveland, Minnesota, Cincinnati can be dropped from Bailey, from Bailey Sports which is not good for them. And 
The Brewers have signed Rymel Tapia, so that's a good move for them because they've had some injuries. Nevada State votes in favor of an A stadium plan. A vote will move to the state assembly. But Major League Baseball is also considering limitations on off-field spending. Like, come on. Let teams spend as much as much money as they want. Trevor Bauer, though, is facing additional sexual assault allegations, so I don't know. His life has not gone the way it's supposed to after winning Cy Young, which is not good news for him. And we'll get to some entertainment news. Rob Schneider is going to have a comedy special at Fox Nation. Elliot Page is going to be in Chase to You. Gotham Knights and was canceled while Homecoming, All-American Homecoming, Superman, and Lois was renewed. I'll get to that in a moment. They're going to make a Leprechaun remake. Again, they got nothing better to do. This Galeria from Detroit is adding Felicia Richard. Chosen is going to the CW. The St. Dennis NBC, as I mentioned, got picked up by the NBC and that's going to have this Wendy McCullen Covey so the woman can't just take a break from being on Goldberg's for a decade she has to have a show right away which again I don't understand that's really you know how it is but she's going to be on that show Young Rock and Grand Crew was canceled I'll get to that in one moment Sullivan Crossing was renewed to CW even though it hasn't even started they're just going to get more of that international show if I love that for you was canceled at Showtime. Mark Ruffalo is going to be in this crime show on Showtime. They have announced what it's called. Ryan Reynolds is going to be this thing called May Day. And Chestnut is going to, Morris Chestnut's also going to be in that same show that I mentioned about Felicia Richard. Messi's getting a miniseries at Apple. Perry Mason, I don't know if I forgot to mention last week, was canceled. And Shannon Dory now she had brain cancer, so hopefully everything is good with her. She's fought to fight that. So as I'm getting to NBC, let's get there first. Young Rock, as I've told you, cringeworthy sometimes. They said it. Nowadays, half-hour shows have to be sitcoms and one-hour shows have to be drama. Back in the day, that wasn't always the case for people that were watching shows between the 50s and the 70s. I was told from people who watched TV at that time. And you can look it up. So I never knew if I should laugh or not because I felt like this was a biographical show in his world of his life, his family's life. The wrestlers back at that point, and then fake feature stories of him running for president. It was more like a passion project, and I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know how funny it is, but I get to learn about wrestling from the past that I hear from people who like wrestling, like Dan Levitar's show and Stu Gotts. Heard a lot of that growing up. That watching the show over the years, so that's cool to hear that. And Grand Crew was canceled. There's no word on American Auto, but American Auto, I will say this, is way worse than all three. Because I think maybe I laughed once or twice. Based on the dude playing Andre the Giant, Rest in Peace, Iron Sheik, Hulk Hogan, you name it. All the people that are playing the wrestlers. I forgot to mention, Ishmith finally got his ring. He also liked Jeff Green bouncing around the league. But yeah, so what I'm getting at is that like, it was okay, Young Rock, but when they uh, decided to bring that back and not Keenan's show, which was way funnier in season two than season one because it's found its groove, I was upset. I was also upset that they canceled Mr. Mayor. But they ruined it with some of the storylines, so I understood why they canceled it. But those two shows were funnier. American Auto, as I said, it was really stale and not that interesting. While I thought Grand Crew, having a narrator in the first couple episodes, they got rid of that. I didn't understand them having, you know, just uh, Echo Column having her sister, you know, in the show where she was the only woman in the in the show. 
and I thought, okay, cool, Nicole Byer was the only woman in the show, but then I'd never seen a show decide that three to four, maybe five episodes into it, they're going to add a new character in the show, and one of the characters is going to have a crush on her, and they're going to have will-they-won't-they situation, and all that other stuff, so I was like, that was a little interesting, that they decided to add somebody that middle of the show, and for also, I wrote, the thing I couldn't read was, hop. Is going to be an anime show on Max from the Arthur creator. That's the thing I couldn't read. But as I was saying, that the that that show grew on me a bit. It got there were some funny moments because I kind of related to that Colum's character with his rushing into love and really involved in relationships. I thought that was pretty clever. I didn't relate to the finance dude who made a lot of money or the dude who kept coming up with all these like Shark Tank ideas and somehow making the rent and the money. You know, the the chunkier friend. Like I obviously, you know. That sort of thing. I was like, okay, I don't really uh, get that, but okay, cool. And then, you know, obviously, the married friend, like, I I don't understand that situation. But, yeah, I never heard of all these actors except for Echo Column and, and, and Amber Breyer, like, whatever. Like, I never heard of any of these actors. But it, got, it was somewhat funny enough to watch the, the show and the character development and growth over two seasons that if out of those three... You're gonna keep one. I would have suggested that, but with them keeping Night Court and Lopez versus Lopez, which sometimes is cringe and racist towards white people. Sometimes I know you're gonna say, "Oh, I can't say that," but literally they make fun of white people literally every second. And my ex-roommate, who's a minority, like I am, being Jewish and he's Hispanic, goes, "Wow, they're really socking it to the white people in that show." And I was like, "You know what? I, you know, understand that with the writer strike, they're canceling stuff, but I feel like Grand Crew was." is i think a way above young rock and a definitely a thousand leagues above these stupid great american auto but hey i'm not gonna miss these shows i'm gonna try to watch the final episodes of grand crew when i get a chance and just say goodbye to the show and that's fine there cw though we all know that i've been talking about this for months when they merged and they started showing golf and nascar documentaries and now reality TV shows like F-Boy and F-Girl and this show and that show and that they were going to go full force into shows from other countries, which I'm glad sometimes because shows like The Corner have been a really nice surprise over the over the past couple of years in terms of shows that stood out that are from other countries. And then there's been shows that have been really bad, but that's, that's the way it is. So I'm getting at is that, okay, cool. They got all these shows from other countries or from streaming sites. Go ahead. Show as many shows as you want. I'm a TV addict. When I get settled into my apartment and my routine, and I'm caught up on everything that's either canceled forever or just ended their season, I'll get into all of those shows and start watching them because, again, if there's a strike and there's not going to be scripted shows on any of the five major networks this fall, and they're the ones showing stuff that aren't reality shows or competition shows, I'm going to go full force into watching it. So... These three shows, Gotham Knights, Superman and Lois, and All-American Homecoming, were on the bubble. And I was like, come on. You need to let Superman and Lois at least have a final season, unlike Stargirl. Kicked off Black Lightning off the air. You know, that sort of situation. Legends was canceled on a cliffhanger. Like, there's certain superhero shows that they need to give an opportunity to. Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, they got their hurrahs. Like, their final hurrah, mostly because Flash, they decided they because the way the CW's going, nine seasons is fine, not ten. Stephen Amell and Melissa Benoist, is like they didn't want to do the show anymore. So, I, I'm happy that Superman and Lois was renewed. I haven't watched a single episode this year. And I'm hoping 
that when I get all settled in, I can sit back and relax and enjoy it because I really had a good time watching the last season of Stargirl, which should not have been the last season of Stargirl because that is really stupid that that's what happened. But I am excited to that it's coming back. They did announce it's going to be a shorter season, but you can take what you can get. Keep Superman and Lois on the air as much as possible because I said with Riverdale and Flash ending, Nancy Drew getting forced off the air and Stargirl getting forced off the air, All-American is the best show on TV, on CW, and Superman and Lois is a close second. So, like, that's it. They won't have anything else on the air, and that's going to be the issue. For me, All-American Homecoming, I thought if they weren't going to renew it after the first season as a spinoff, because they've ruined the chance of the Riverdale universe and the Nancy Drew universe and the Arrowverse is officially dead and the Supernatural universe and the Walker universe barely got out of the, the starting gate after only one year for the spinoff, that, okay, cool, All-American Homecoming didn't get renewed after one season. But when they renewed it, I'm like, good. They're going to want to keep faith into the show because they like All-American. It's been on the air for a good amount of years. So when they got renewed, I was happy because I honestly want to watch. I want I need to catch up on this season's All-American and All-American Homecoming because I really like both shows. Obviously, it's not as good as All-American. All-American Homecoming is based on you know, Jordan's ex-girlfriend go, slash wife going to a, a black university and they have other characters and they brought in a, another reoccurring character from All-American and I'm not sure that she can lead a show, but still, I'm glad it's coming back. What I'm annoyed is that Gotham Knights wasn't renewed. If you're going to renew those two shows, why don't you renew this show? Because literally, as I mentioned with East New York on CBS, not many shows are good enough in the first season. The potential of Batman of getting around the whole Batman's dead situation and the son trying to clear his name and the and the children of villains trying to clear their name. That how long, how many seasons? Like, I would have been okay if it was like, they're like, okay, it's going to be a two or three-year show. We're going to wrap it up in this way, and that's how the show's going to go. And maybe he takes on the mantle of a certain superhero because the Robin character's already taken in the show because it's a female Robin, that they could, like, restore Gotham the way it's supposed to be. I was curious how many... Uh, were they going to wait till season two or season three for Harvey Dent to fully turn into Two-Face because Misha Collins, I got to give this supernatural actor credit. He literally did a great job of playing the actual Harvey Dent character that we don't see that much in when it comes to cartoons or live action because they really want to force the Two-Face thing when, come on, it didn't happen right away. He and Bruce Wayne were friends for years and they knew each other. So that's where I'm like, that's really cool that that they're going to, that they're going to do that, and that's why I'm like, cool, 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 let's go this thing. But whatever, I watched the final episode of this season. Hopefully, there's not a cliffhanger or anything. But hey, HBO, HBO Max, the people that you know that bought the DC streaming platform, can you maybe pick the show up and continue it and let it go for a couple of years, and then when that ends, I'll go back and watch it on DVD or off the internet, like I've done with Titans and people done with Doom Patrol because that's literally it. Okay, but yes, let's say this. Rest in peace to every single person that I have said passed away, to people who were shot at Denver and anyone else dealing with tragedy. Hopefully everyone heals up and gets better. As always, we talk about local and national sports and pop culture as well. You can get my podcast 
on Apple, Google, or Spotify. Please hit the subscribe button on Spotify so I get 100 subscribers total on Spotify, not as a whole, so I can make some money on ads. Subscribe to the YouTube channel on the radar for baseball observations weekly, movie reviews observations on the radar media.com. On the radar team blog is the Facebook page. You see the celebrity birthdays and all the headlines and all the links. Radar4428 on Twitter, Blogger, Instagram, and Snapchat. On the radar media on TikTok. All of those places that you can get stuff for you to be able to get yourself in all updated on the world of sports and stuff like that. Because that's where you're going to get everything. And this was episode, obviously, 196. As always, I'm Radar for On The Radar. See you guys next time. And remember, I do have Off The Radar podcast where I talk about how things that may not have really to do with sports and entertainment. But it somehow are intertwined based on my trips. Check out the Miami trip I recorded. I'm going to record the Philadelphia trip soon. So go ahead and listen. See you guys next time.